Defense Secretary Chuck Hagel wraps up his trip to Iraq with a troop talk and meetings with Iraqi leaders. Navy Secretary Ray Mabus holds an all-hands call in the Republic of Korea. And we remember another hero of the attack on Pearl Harbor. Welcome to DoD News Now. I'm Sergeant Adam Ross. Defense Secretary Chuck Hagel wrapped up his visit to Iraq today following meetings with that country's leaders. The secretary said he felt encouraged by their progress and vision for the future, adding that Iraq's prime minister is taking important steps to make the government more inclusive and effective. Prime Minister has appointed new ministers of defense and interior, made changes in military leadership, and taken steps to root out corruption in government institutions. He has finalized a long-stalled agreement with Kurdish regional authorities to share Iraq's oil wealth and military resources, a move that demonstrates new commitment to national reconciliation, which must remain a top priority. The secretary also said a coalition of more than 60 nations are actively supporting the effort to defeat ISIL with military operations, capacity building, and training. Navy Secretary Ray Mabus visited the Republic of Korea today to meet with sailors, Marines, and Navy leaders and to reaffirm the Navy's strong commitment to the U.S. and ROK alliance. During his visit, Secretary Mabus held an all-hands call at Cheney Naval Base. He thanked service members for their important contributions to the security of the Korean Peninsula. Because the Navy and Marine Corps are America's away team, when we're doing our jobs, we're usually a long, long way from home like you are. And so one of the main purposes is just to, to thank you on behalf of those people who you stand the watch for, who you protect on a day-to-day -day basis, day in and day out. Secretary Mabus also thanked the Korean people for their support of U.S. Navy and Marine Corps forces who are forward deployed to the Korean Peninsula. Last weekend was the 73rd anniversary of the Japanese attack on Pearl Harbor. The attack took the lives of more than 2,000 service members and drew the United States into World War II. Sergeant Brad Parrish reports on one survivor's story on the day that changed history. 73 years ago, then-Lieutenant Robert Hardaway served as a doctor on Schofield Barracks when the unimaginable happened. Oahu was under attack and casualties came pouring in. Dr. Hardaway treated the first wounded to arrive at Schofield's North Sector General Hospital. An ambulance came roaring in, and uh, I ran over and opened the back door, and, and there were four soldiers that blown apart. And I knew instantly that this was a war, and the bullets were coming today. We, we must have been hundreds of bullets hit the hospital, most of them on my ward. Now, 99-year-old Dr. Hardaway revisited the site of the attack and stopped by his old hospital, seeing it as it is today. And this member of the greatest generation was honored by members of today's generation. Then on December 7th, Dr. Hardaway was a featured guest at the 73rd commemoration ceremony of the attack on Pearl Harbor. As the highest ranking survivor, he represented the few that are still alive. When a total blackout was ordered, he performed life-saving surgery under a blanket with flashlights. He worked 48 hours straight to care for over 100 wounded soldiers. 
More than seven decades ago, he helped his fellow soldiers survive one of the most devastating attacks in U.S. history. And now returning to Pearl Harbor, he assured that the sacrifices that day would not be forgotten, and why he and his fellow soldiers are known as the greatest generation. Army Sergeant Brad Parrish, Honolulu, Hawaii. And that's it for this edition of DoD News Now. For more on the stories you've been watching, go online to defense.gov, and don't forget to check out the DoD Facebook and Twitter page. I'm Sergeant Adam Ross. Keep it right here for the latest in DoD News.